The Mental Health Show with Mark Haston. Hey Kylie, mental health is important to you? Yes, definitely. Mental health is very important for everyday living, really. Why is it important to you? Um, I guess it's important to me from a family perspective and also friends. And in particular, I've been working in workplace health now for quite some time and you see the, the significance it plays within the workplace as well. How concerned are you about that? I know you're doing some work in, in that area, we'll talk about that in a second, but how concerned are you about people who are working, who are unwell, and also uh, those who are looking after them uh, that don't have the skills to be able to look after them properly? Oh, look, I'm really concerned because I think at the moment in life it's quite tricky where you are trying to balance personal life and work life. And so there could be elements that are happening at work that's causing you pressure and stress, but you're also trying to manage your life and uh, what's happening in your personal life. And if you're coming to a workplace that's not supportive of the whole person, uh, it's causing major problems. So what's Business SA and you doing about this? Uh, we at Business SA have put out the Minds at Work policy paper uh, and that policy paper is really very beneficial for everybody to read. It goes through all the elements of what you can do in your workplace to maintain a, a healthy, mentally healthy workplace, but alongside that what you can do as managers to support workers who may be struggling as well. Uh, which are those two elements that really happen in the workplace front. And you've sent that out to who? Uh, we did a big launch of that last year with the Minds Your, Your Work and it's also available on the website. And on top of that at the moment my project funded by SA Health is working with industry associations and peak bodies looking at what is in their workforce that requires some more support in terms of workplace health and wellbeing. Mm. Uh, and nearly all of those organisations I work with would like some kind of focus on mental wellbeing. So presumably you've got some feedback. What, what is the specific feedback from, uh, from uh, industry leaders and businesses? Again, that varies. It depends definitely on different industry types depending on what's occurring in those. So we do know from a mental health perspective that uh, those who are subjected more to traumatic events, uh, like our police and our fires, yep. are more, first responders, yeah, first responders yep. are more yep. susceptible to um, mental illness. Um, and, and then you've also then got businesses who might be running an accountancy firm or they're a small business owner and have got all the pressures of doing everything themselves. And so the response needs to be slightly different for, for the organisation that you're working with. So, so let's talk about educating those who are running the businesses, the CEOs and the general managers and the bosses. Presumably they, they need to be more accountable but also more um, cognisant of, of the, the mental health of their workers, is that a fair call? That is a fair call. Uh, when I work with businesses, I, I guess we're looking at uh, the continuum of mental health within a workplace. So uh, when I think about this, I think about you might have a worker who has got a specific diagnosed mental health illness. So they may have a diagnosis of depression or anxiety, or they may have bipolar disorder. Mm. And as a manager, you need to be able to know how to work with that person Absolutely. to keep them at work. Mm. You need to be able to work with that person to come up with a plan that says, these are my triggers. You know that I'm going off course when this happens. They need to be sympathetic. That's exactly right, yeah. yep. But yeah. they also then, they're trying to run a business. So they need to have a plan to say, we recognise this and we're going to help you through this, but we also would like you get to get you back to work mm. at some stage because we know that work is actually good for mental health and wellbeing. 
And then from manager CEO's perspective on the other end of the spectrum is that you've got people who are thriving and well and you want to keep them thriving and well. And so in that way, you need to have good communication. You need to have great um, policies and procedures on bullying and harassment and not just have it sitting on the shelf, but to follow through with it and abide by it. Um, you need to be able to support your workforce to be flexible. And those types of things actually keep your workforce thriving. And then we talk about in the middle, you've got people who may be starting to struggle. They never have before. They're starting to not go so well. Under pressure. Under pressure. Yeah. It's yeah. too much work happening. There's too many demands happening. There could be a change happening in the business. Yeah, something going on in their life. That's right. Yeah. And they're just mm. not really dealing with it. And in that instance, you need to have people within the business who can recognise the signs and symptoms. Mm and go that step further in being able to have a communicate, have a, you know, how you're going, what's happening, and feel confident enough to be able to do that. And that's where some of the training, like mental health first aid training comes into it, um, that can help people identify to then get them into supports and extra help. Do, do you think mental health training should be mandatory? Look, I do think that there's an element that is wonderful about mental health first aid training and signs and symptoms, mm. but like I said, the picture is bigger than that. Sure. And I think the training should also go beyond not just about recognising signs and symptoms, because for me that's a little bit too far down. But it's a start. It's a great yeah. start, don't yeah. get me wrong, mm. and it is a very affordable program that you can put your workers through um, but just as we were saying though those elements of how to manage bullying and harassment yeah. mm -hmm. and how to manage performance management how to communicate with your staff um, in a way that's fair how to use a strengths-based approach within a business mm. is just as important as what it is is sending someone to mental health first aid training are you horrified at, at, at the thought that some businesses will want their workers to hide the fact that they're being bullied and, and, and to not make an official complaint? <laughs> I mean, it's, it is. Uh, bullying and harassment. It's horrendous. Um, if we look at the statistics from uh, Safe Work SA, off the top of my head, it's around about 30% of claims from mental health relate mm. to bullying and mm. harassment. Mm. And uh, we've seen some significant scenarios that have occurred because of bullying and harassment and people taking their lives and it causes a lot of grief. And so some it, bosses don't understand how to handle it. I, right. I guess that's the point I was making. When someone comes to a boss and sits in their office and says, this is what's going on, I get the feeling that a lot of people who are running businesses and companies ha have no idea what to do. Mm. And then as a result, they default to, to, to perhaps trying to put it on the back burner and handling it themselves. That's exactly right. Or firstly, before that, they actually don't know what constitutes as bullying and harassment mm. and thinks that, oh, nah, that's good okay. Yeah, and so that's where staff need to be trained in what does bullying and harassment mean? And then second step, how do we go about not having this in our workplace and creating this culture where it's just not allowed. And for some businesses, it is within the culture that bullying and harassment's okay. Mm. Do, do you feel, and I know this is a very general question, but do you feel people are working too hard? You feel, and I guess what I'm working toward is talking about a four day week. Do, do, do you feel that there's just simply too much pressure on people these days to handle work, to handle life and to handle other issues? Yeah, definitely. Uh, 
The four day week is starting to get a lot of evidence to say that it is a good way to go. Mm. Um, findings are that people are more productive Absolutely. in the workplace when yeah. they're there for those four days. And uh, I must say from Business SA's perspective, I'm a part-time worker and it works fabulous for me to be able to manage life myself, which is just as important, um, and workload. And, and when I'm here, I'm switched on and doing my job 100%. And that was, my, that was what I was going to say. And the point is, Business SA are getting the best out of you. Yes. They're getting the best out of you because you're able to do what you're doing under less pressure than if you were working 100 hours a week. Exactly, mm. exactly. It's really tough trying to manage that um, acumen of businesses needing to be profitable and to get the work done and workers needing to get the work done but also manage life mm. and you know my my thoughts on this is that in society these days everything is just so switched on constantly everything is just so busy all the time mm. if you're not managing kids you might be managing your aging parents if you're not managing that you're managing something happening with mm. one of your friends mm. so there is a lot that happens outside of work that comes to work and that that ability now to just switch off when you get to work and leave your problems at home is not as easy these days mm. when when most families both are working trying to get enough income to survive and and, and we touched on that earlier it, it, that 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 leads me to making that point again and that is that bosses and managers need to be more sympathetic and more empathetic to their staff otherwise their staff are not going to last and I know some companies don't care about that because when someone leaves they just bring someone, someone else, else in, in. Yeah, yeah which which is their default uh, default setting in that situation but Although it has I, to be better than it that. It does have to be better than that. And I think businesses are beginning to see that it's not as easy these days to actually find good workers. Mm. So when you've got them, you want to treat them Absolutely. right. When they're yeah. there, uh, you, you want to work together as a team. It can't just be the only the workers way and it can't just be the bosses away. Mm. We're, we're equal in this, it's working win -win. together to how we can benefit myself, how we can benefit you and how we can benefit the business. If we were sitting here in five years time, what would you like to have seen happen, excuse me, happen uh, on this topic we're talking about, mental health in the workplace? Yeah. Look, there's a couple of things, just going back to that spectrum again, because I do think that it requires uh, different approaches at, at different levels. Um, for me, if we're looking at people who have got a mental illness and they are um, at times quite unwell and may need to go to hospital or may need to have time off to get their medications right. I would really like to see an inclusive workplace where that is supported, that that person is okay to not be in their job for a little while and to have the security knowing they're coming back. Mm. Um, from the top end of things, uh, I would love to see workplaces like you just said where managers and bosses understand that life is difficult yep. and that we just treat each other as human beings and we can have communication and understanding about where we're at in our lives and try and work things together mm. using our strengths. Yeah, I think that would be just fabulous. And then again, in the middle, I do agree, if all workplaces had some kind of mental health first aid to train to recognise signs and symptoms uh, and to help people through those tough times, that would be fabulous mm. as well. I think Business SA is doing a great job. And, yeah, thank you. And, and so are you, and, uh, and I thank you very much indeed for chatting to us. That's great. Thanks, Thanks Mark. Carly. Thanks for your time. See and listen to more now at oscastnetwork.com.